Ladies, welcome to Real Women Unplugged. Uh, we're so excited to be with you again uh, this week. And um, today's topic is things that could be blocking God's blessings in our lives. Listen, we uh, talk real life. We have these real kingdom conversations all with the intent to help you, to serve you, and just to answer some questions you may have, reinforce some things you already know, and just so that you can move to the next level. That's what we're all about. So today, as I said, what could be blocking you in your life? Uh, it's a little tricky for me because I know that, you know, um, there are so many different things that we experience, but we're going to ask the Holy Spirit to lead and just unfold, unlock the answers. So ladies, what are some of the things that could be blocking blessings in our lives? That's today's topic. Let's get started. Uh, Trisha, um, why do you think blessings are being blocked? That's a really good question, actually. I love that. Um, I mean, that's a really good question. I know people feel like that sometimes, like their blessings are being blocked, like um, something is happening to cause them not to go to the next level. Maybe they've received a prophetic word that tells them, hey, you you should have this. You're going to do that. Things are going to line up for you. Or maybe there is um, a prophetic word that says that there's a spirit of delay or some kind of spirit that is contrary to the kingdom of God that is operating, you know. And the truth is, I think it's a really good question, but I have received tests, I mean, sorry, prophetic words like that, where there's a spirit of delay, you know, there's something blocking. I, I do believe sometimes it's internal, the things that we do, the things that we need um, to work on, to be delivered from. And then I, I believe sometimes it's really the enemy attacking us, you know. Um, but I really love that question because I, I think when you think of previous topics that we've dealt with, that sometimes we think something is blocking us, but God is doing our work. But today in particular, I want to talk about, I, I think we need to deal with the fact that sometimes it isn't God, you know? Yeah. I'm I'm really glad that you like that first question because I have a second one for you. <laughs> um, for you specifically because you did talk about the fact that even you have received prophetic words, you know, um, about spirits of delay, etc. So, what what do you think is lucky in your blessing? I think you there was. <laughs> I think there was a period of spirit of delay. You know, I felt like. I felt it. I felt there was something generational that I needed to deal with. Um, and as a family, we dealt with it. I, I don't know if um, you guys have ever had this experience. I, I would imagine um, maybe Kareen with Pastor Al. But for me, what my dad did was he brought the whole family together. So my parents are divorced, right? But he brought the whole family, all his children. My mom was there at the time as well because we were all um, in Florida uh, visiting him. He brought all his children together and um, my mom was there as well because she was visiting at the time she was there. And he prayed over us 
broke off whatever needed to break up, be broken off, that, that, that is generational. And then he blessed each of us. And um, blessing meaning using anointing oil to bless us. And then blessing meaning words of blessing as well. And then he gave us, each of us, a token, right? Um, I After that, I mean, it took a little while, but after that, I saw a difference in our lives. I do believe that um, it made a difference, but that there were other things that were needed. And a part of that was when I spoke about internal, like for me, I didn't know that I was carrying unforgiveness. I don't malice people. I'm not that kind of person. I might be upset with you right now, but it's for a moment. You know, I'm upset with what you did. I might be upset with you, but it's for a moment. I didn't know that I was carrying unforgiveness. And so the Lord had to, the Lord revealed it to me. And then I had to deal with that as a part of the reason I was um, being blocked. And then, so after my dad did some, the, the blessing, stuff opened up but i saw still that there was something there after the unforgiveness was dealt with more things opened up i i had a prophetic word um sorry somebody was praying for me somebody who has the gift of prophecy and she prayed about the spirit of delay as early as last year or the beginning of this year so clearly there are more things you know but i when I asked her about it, she said from a not so much internal but external, the enemy, the, you know, blocking with a spirit of delay. Um. Okay. I guess. I guess my perspective on it. I feel like most of the time it's more internal than external. You know what I mean? I don't. Not to say that they're not things that may. Uh, it cause stuff. Um, but like, like bad mind, you know, nobody can bad mind me out of my blessing if I'm supposed to get my blessing. You know what I mean? That's not to say that there's not witchcraft and there's not all these different things. However, I personally believe that most of the, if there is a blockage, that most of it would lie with me, right? And things that maybe I need to do or things that I need to not do. You know what I mean? Um, so you talked about unforgiveness. So for me, I don't, I don't know. That's me personally. It would just be more internal stuff. So I know a big one is gossip. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like gossip to me, when me sit on and me chat, chat, chat somebody and, you know, that kind of thing, I feel like that blocks my own blessings. Um, because uh, when you're gossiping and slandering somebody, then that is uh, bringing like a spirit of division. You could have tell a lie whether it's true or not. You know, and then those kinds of stuff now begin to close the door of heaven, so to speak. Um, and, I, and I'm planting seeds that ultimately I'm going to reap. So, so that would be one for me. Not that I'm gossiping a lot, guys. You know what I mean? But I'm just saying that that's one thing. Uh, that's interesting because um, I remember I was doing, uh, so sometimes I, uh, I'm invited to speak 
on radio in Orlando, in the U.S., Florida. And I remember, and this is an annual thing, and I remember I was invited to, to speak, and um, we were talking about the same thing. Now, for me, when, I, when I'm speaking, I'm, I'm trusting the Lord to fill my mouth, as he did with Jeremiah, right? And the thing that came out of my mouth was um, life and death in the power of the tongue. And so when we speak death and we're speaking about somebody else, right, we think it's only affecting that person, but it's affecting us too. It didn't, the scripture doesn't say, I'm just telling you, repeating what came out of my mouth in that moment. The scripture doesn't say life and death in the power of the tongue when you speak about somebody else. I was like, yo. So we have to be careful when we speak, um, sorry, death and life. When we speak death, it has implications for us. It may not fall on us directly, but it certainly may fall on persons around us, in our family. It may have implications for our generations, you know? And um, when I got that revelation, I was like, wow, I so have to be careful to speak life, you know? Just because the Lord tells us to love others, but also because I don't want to be the one to cause anything to fall back on me. You know what I mean? So I found I find what you're saying very interesting, actually. I think I think for me, I don't I can't say God blocking anything. Like I can't. It's it's hard for me to see that. Like um, you know, being taught by Pastor Al over the years you know, has brought some level of revelation from what the old religious people would say about that kind of thinking. And for me, that's coming from the slave masters that used the Bible to, you know, create a bondage, you know, for black people so that, that believe that, all right, God is casting a spell on them because they're not listening to their, 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 you know, their master and they should obey their master and all of that. I believe that God causes all things. I really believe that. He causes that word that says he causes all things to work together for good. I do believe that. And as Kareem said, and, and you, Trisha, most of that blocking is really an internal thing that's happening. When Kareem talked about gossip, to me, having that, you know, gossiping will block the portal for you to see what God is causing you to, because you're distracted. So if God is calling you to do something and he has given you an instruction, right, that's going to bring forth the blessing that you have prayed about, but you and me are finding time to chat other people, how the heck are the ear portals going to be open to hear God speaking to us? So that is really internal, as well as it is a mindset of fear that says when I'm doing something wrong and I'm going in a bad direction, then God must come down from me and beat me with a stick. I just, I just can't wrap my brain around that at all. So to me, if things are not flowing, then I'm saying, all right, Tim, what's going on internally with you? You know, what are you know, what kind of conversation you have with yourself? You know, not that all right, show me a talk, Karine, God, I got stuff done for me, fire and brimstone, but am I distracted? Am I hearing God? You know, yeah. It's a matter of the the scripture speaks to principles, and the principles um, unlock blessings. But if you go contrary to the principles 
in scripture, then the unlocking can't come. So it's not like him a try, although the scripture does say that he, he heals the wounds of those he afflicts. Um, but that though is a matter of the stretching and the testing to bring us to the next level. But um, I don't think like he's going, oh, she's gossiping from a big stick. You know? <laughs> no, but some stuff are a consequence. Let's look at what happened with Moses. You know, with Moses and Aaron and Miriam were over there chatting him, chatting him, chatting him. And he called him over and he was like, wanna do? How could you be doing this? How can you be talking about Moses? And and Aaron, I think, got, had leprosy or something like that because, you know, as a result of you gossiping, like God hates gossip. He hates it. And I think that what he has done in his, in his mercy is that he has pointed out to us some of the different things that there are heavy consequences that we will not like. You know, like for instance, unforgiveness in the Lord's Prayer, it literally says, um, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those that trespass against us. Um, because if we don't forgive others, then he can forgive us. You know what I mean? So there are certain things that we do that will lead to a consequence that is not fun for any of us. And so he makes some of those things clear. So whether we want to look, look at it as unlocking, like what you said, Trish, that, well, we're not unlocking it, so it stays locked up, then um, we just have to know that if we do this, then either this not going to happen or this not going to happen. And we make the choice for ourselves. Beat gossip, beat unforgiveness. You know, you point your finger, but you have four more back at you. I love that. They point the finger and four more back at you. Never thought of it that way. Yeah, love that. Yeah, and um, I would want to speak to the the life, um, the life and death in the power of the words bit because it's, you know, we give life to, I mean, from the very outset, we know the power of words even established the earth. You know, it established everything that we know and exists today. And so we know the power that comes forth with our words and how much life comes in that. And so equally, based on the principles, we give life to the negative things as well. I mean, it's something that I deliberately had to learn because I tend to be very open about my vulnerabilities and my insecurities and so on. And so I'd always talk about them, talk about them, talk about them. But what I found is that I spent all my time feeding the atmosphere with that information rather than speaking to the contrary. So I'm talking about this all the time with all the best intentions of the world because I'm talking to my friends and, you know, wanting to seek perspective and getting all the good stuff. But after accepting that information of right perspective, my, my lips are closed. So I'm not taking that information and now dispelling that thing that I already spent so much time chatting about. And so my atmosphere remains with all of that negativity. And I'm not taking the time to deliberately change what my reality has been and begin to feed things in a different way. And so I believe that how we speak and what we do is very, very critical to what we may not see being manifested. I mean, in different religions or belief systems, you hear about the whole power of, you know, speaking. And I mean, everybody has adapted that principle principle in their belief system because the power is behind it. And so I believe that that is crit critical 
But I also want to say that we have a real and live adversary that is out there too. And I would want to say that we have to be careful not to partner with the plans of the enemy and the things that we do as well. I went back to, you know, all the different chapters where we, t we hear about the encounter that Jesus had when he was in his time of fasting and he pulled away. And I cannot forget that when the enemy came and he tested, he tempted Jesus each step of the way. If Jesus had made a choice and yielded to any of those moments, then he would have become a part of a consequence and bound himself up in something that could have prevented the ultimate blessing that he was able to walk into further down the road. So it also comes down to the things that we partner, come into partnership with, the temptations that come to us, the sins that we engage in, how we partner with those things become stumbling blocks for where God would want to cause us to receive those blessings too. I mean, um, and, and the reason why I want to mention the adversary and his work is because even after Jesus was tempted, Luke 4.13, the NIV version says, when the devil had finished all his tempting, he left him until an opportune time. So it's not like the enemy just kick off and say, all right, I go to you, I'm done. No, the enemy is always looking for that opportunity to pounce on us. So it's a real thing that is there trying to prevent that blessing. But positionally, we have to make sure so we, 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 where we ought to be and seeding as much as possible the things that would bear the fruit that we would like to see. I think another another thing that um, I love that you spoke personally for you, Cara. Um, for me, some things that I think sometimes block my blessings and by that I mean things that I, I know are supposed to happen and outside of okay God working on some things in me so he hasn't released some things to me yet but sometimes we're just lazy guys sometimes we're just lazy you know and and you know even on Sunday we're talking about not showing up so sometimes there are opportunities that the Lord has for us some things that he wants to give us but we just don't do what we have to do to get there you know um on Sometime last week, somebody wanted me to give somebody a ride somewhere. And I'm thinking, oh, you know, I'm late. I have to carry the picnic to school. You know, I have to do this, I have to do that. And it's really such an inconvenience to me. And the Lord checked me. And he was like, don't miss out on this opportunity that I'm setting you up for. Because you just don't want to do it. Because you don't feel like. You know what I mean? And... Uh, he said that, and so I kind of did adjust the attitude, and I'm going to pick up the people, them, and drive, and, you know, you make small talk. <laughs> you know, I'm watching the clock at the same time. But as the small talk continued, guys, this person says something, and I'm like, oh, really? Actually, I, da-da-da-da-da, and they're like, oh, no. Well, I, da-da-da-da-da, and suddenly a connection was made that would not have been made had I not picked up myself and gone to do this seemingly you know, pointless, just giving some people a ride somewhere. And very often I believe that we miss out on opportunities and doors that the Lord wants to open for us because our mind is on something else or because we're just, we're just too lazy to do it. We can't bother. We'd rather not. And then we just miss it. You know, that reminds me of something. I mean, just, just in a little way, it just reminds me of the way we can miss out on, on opportunities and blessings. 
I mean, I, I get a lot of personal testimony because I, they used to call me Iron Face, right? Because <laughs> I can, what, what you say here, pan? Is it pan face? I have a very, yeah. Dead and pan. so, yeah, dead pan, that's it. And uh, um, so I had to practice smiling, okay? I really had to work on it. And uh, I remember looking at a devotional once. And in the devotional, there was a man who needed to cross a river. And there were some horsemen there. And everybody is going across, going, going, going. But the man needs to get across and needs help to get there. And he finally approached one of the horsemen. And the guy was curious when he got across. The guy said, how come... And I think the, the man actually gave him a blessing or something. And the guy said, I'm curious, why is it that you, out of all of the men here, why did you choose to come with me? And he said, because you had a yes face. And I just feel like even just with our attitudes and the way we love people and our kindness and how we're willing to deviate from our focus and our path and what we have set out to do, how God will want us to have these encounters that could maybe even be life transforming if we would be willing to make ourselves open. You know, so sometimes it's not even about what we're not doing or what is blocking and whatever, but sometimes it's about our willingness to, to just love somebody, to be kind and just what the Lord can do with that, you know? And as as Karine says about opportunities. Um, I can attest to so many of those in my own personal life. Just like when you know, feel like there's something, you know, you know you're feeling sticker, right? And you go against the grain. And I've seen that happen like a couple of times since last week as at work. And I said, you know, Tuesday night, I'm tired, I have a whole lot of things to do on the table. And the pastor Allah Khan, I said, Jesus, Pastor Alman, and then I took up the phone and I said, hello, sir, and he wants me to go and pick up this guy that's, that's here, right, that's visiting, and I had to say, well, you asked me to do it, so I'm going to have to do it, right? I have a choice now, because the man of God said, I need to go pick up the visitor, and I'm there talking to the guy, and earlier in the day, which, which, which is, this is funny. Earlier on in the day, my girlfriend called me from Connecticut. She said, my friend down there, man, that's Pastor Kenisha Kareen. My friend, Pastor Brown down there, Prophet Brown down there, my friend in our close. Right? The same day. And in the evening, Pastor calls to say, I need to go and pick up this guy. So, of course, we're in the car and we're going out like, we know one another a long time because God is making his connections. He's doing his thing. But me could have said, Pastor Almatide, you know, you're the other part right now. I said, Pastor, I'm just like a drop him still and go home because I'm really tired. And I was really tired. I'm not lie. But when I got there and I dropped him, the Holy Spirit says, you're here. You're here. So just part the car and go inside. So, of course, again, the Holy Spirit spoke. I had to go inside. And let me tell you something. That service day blessed me so Listen to me. My God, I was like, that's why I needed to come because I tell you, I was so tired. But just to, just, you know, it's not that God is blocking the blessing. Sometimes he gives us opportunities as you say, Karine, but because we are so caught up in, you know, this is what me want to do. And we finish, but I don't go home. I'm also watch it online because I still can't hear it. But God says, no, I want you in there 
for whatever reason, right? Another one is yesterday I got up, and as usual, the Holy Spirit, you know, Pastor say you must sit down and write what you hear God say. I'm just going to give you a synopsis of what I wrote. So the Holy Spirit is speaking, and I'm writing, and he says, you're going to get a call today, and whatever the request is of you, you're going to say yes. And I'm like... Say, yeah. no, I should have called you yesterday, and I no, I should have called you yesterday. I'm say, God, I wonder if it's a foreign link you ever get something, you know? Yeah. And I said, but, mistake, but, you know, all right, then, anything, you know, you know so, but maybe kind of excited to a point, but I was thinking in another way. But then God was showing me something about serving. Because what he was doing in there was tying everything together, you know, he just to bring everything. And I say, yo, hey. I get a call from one of my churches and she said, why do I have a seminar or something for some teach something down at some school? And them want to come talk to them ancillary staff for integrity. Not that I wouldn't because I love people, but I make an excuse and I'm tired. You understand what I'm saying? But because the Holy Spirit says that I'm to say yes to whatever the request is. And I never, never ask twice. I say, yeah, man. Because I know that was God. You know, so sometimes you don't know what God is going to do when he asks you to do something that in your, in your mind is tiring or, you know, whatever the thoughts are going on in your mind. You must set way up. And then when we don't obey the setup, we don't receive the rewards. Simple. And we like things easy. Yes. And and I think that's that's part of our problem. We like things to be easy. So anything that seems like an inconvenience or anything that is 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 hard. You know, um I'm remembering yeah, I think I was reading it this morning when there was a plague on the Israelites, right? And because uh, I think they had done the census and stuff. And so God had sent a plague. And so David went because he wanted to do some sacrifices, you know, make some sacrifices to God. And he went to a man and he was like, listen, I want to use your land, blah, blah, blah. And the man was like, yeah, man, just take everything and see some cow and bully or sacrifice, all of that. And he, David was like, no, because I'm not going to make a sacrifice to God if it costs me nothing, right? We... Do not want it to cost us anything. And so we don't do some of the things that we need to do so we can access all that God has in store for us. Which is why, for some of us, we don't like to pay offering sometimes. Guys, I tithe faithfully, right? But the truth is that sometimes it's hard. And sometimes we're not seeing the blessings because we're not sowing. We're not sowing. And if we don't sow, how we are going to reap? And I think very often we have the perspective that when you sow, you're going to reap it exactly where you sowed it or in the same way. And that's not the way that it works. Our responsibility is to sow and then make just God do what I'm for do. But sow the seed financially, using your time by serving, whatever it is. There are principles of sowing and reaping. We want to reap without sowing. And then we say, it's block it, get block. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It boils down to what are the principles. And um, I remember Pastor Damian Cole said it. Now, I know others have said it, but the way he said it this particular time really ministered to me. He said, there is a system in place. Our problem is we do not work the system. 
And so the principles are in place, but we're not working the principles to see the results. So it really, a lot of it boils down to the principle. The principle, just like you say, um, you know, you reap what you sow. At that, that same conversation I was having, that same memory of talking on radio in Orlando. That's one of the scriptures that came to me in that moment, you know? Um, death and life in the power of the, the tongue, right? When, when death, when you speak death to somebody, you reap what you sow. You know what I mean? That's one of the scriptures that came. So if we don't know the word of God to know what the principles are, we can't work them to unlock the blessings. And unfortunately, we may do something that unlocks, um, chaos, stress, you know, curse, whatever, whatever it is, you know. So I, I think it's very important for us to know what the principles are because those principles that are the things that we need to work, you know, and then we need to know the word of God to know what not to do, um, you know, as well. Karina just... <laughs> I just, I, you need to say it. You need to say it because it's real. It's true. Say it, man. Guys, I just put something in the group chat in case you're wondering if Trisha is a mind reader. But I was saying that the world is using our biblical principles and 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 accessing the blessings, and they call it the secret, you know, or the universe, or whatever. But it's biblical principles that they're taking, talking about the power of. Wait, what what I'm saying? Words and speaking. That's what I was saying earlier. Law of attraction, stuff like that. Law of attraction. Law of attraction, right, right, right. Exactly. These are biblical principles that they are taking. It's not a secret, people. God said it because he wants us. Which goes back to what you're saying, Um, what you said earlier. Same about God is not, why would God be trying to block our blessings? He wants to bless us. It is his desire to bless us. We're his children. Which good father? I gotta try block the blessings from him. Pick me. Where at the say, you know, I have kids. If they do something and I have to punish them, it's for their own good. But I never intentionally want them to be unhappy and want to withhold things from there from them. It's always I love them, so everything is in their best interest. You know what I mean? And that's how God is. He's a good, good father. So he's not trying to block our blessings. If something is being blocked. It's not on him. It's it's really on us. And if he's withholding something for a season, it's with good reason. You know, it's not just like, oh, do you know, sir, God bad money. It's never bad money. And God knows what he has planned for us. Because each of us, God has already predestined a plan for my life. It's different from Kara's life. It's different from your life. It's different from Trisha's life. And sometimes we are the ones that are looking in an opposite direction outside of what God has intended for me. Because I wanted to do something that, that Trisha is doing, but that's not in the plan for my life. So I frustrate myself trying to do something that is contrary to the plan that God has for me. I have to understand and you have to understand what God has called you to do. Assume that role and that responsibility and just go and work that man and make God do him thing. Nobody look on the outside and say, but maybe if I do it like, oh, Trisha, I do it because Trisha, she do it and she set up so-and-so, I'm going to do it like Trisha. Then you frustrate yourself because you work Trisha's plan. Work the plan where God has for you. 
Yes, and so sometimes you have to stay in that place with God to kind of get that recognition. All right, I wait God to try to tell me for the now. I wait God to try to say to me now. Sometimes you see the chaos and the frustration and the things start to come. You, you, you have to ask yourself, even sometimes you might have children. And I always say this about, about children. Be very careful when you see kids going through their different seasons. You know, put your mouth on the people and take me. Because you see, when I sit in there ready for Wally back by your picnic when them in a dust, isn't it? It's ten times worse. But then you say, But I've been praying. I've been fasting to God. I have good and traumatized. I'm going to all of them someday. But the law of cause and effect that the world use that comes from the word, as Kareem says, is working because you put your mouth on the people and pick me. So you're picking all going with one bag of something. I you say, over them, over him. A bad mind, the people, them bad mind. But just check it. Have you ever put that out in the atmosphere against any other child? You have to just break that by saying, God, you might just ask forgiveness for even speaking out of term. Because sometimes, I think most times, when we're speaking, God is talking. You must say, stop. Come back, come back. But no, nice, juicy. So we just continue down that path. And that's what we read. That's basically what it is at the end of the day, I believe. But not like a blockage. But we self-sabotage. And I think too, because he's a good, good father, and he's not withholding those blessings from us, Sometimes we miss it. Sometimes what we are so focused on and what we have not yet received, we just don't think nothing are going for we at all. And as, as you were saying, Sim, because we're so focused on what Trisha blessing over there looking like, we don't even see how wonderful God is doing things over here. Listen, God is sustaining you daily. More than you can possibly even fathom. You would have surprised for no. Or your, or your basket. Well nice. And we just we miss it. We miss it. Because we, we're just focusing on these things. That we think define that blessing for us. And we don't realize how our good father. Is blessing us abundantly. Because we're enough. We're enough. We're very very enough. Right. And um, two things. Trisha I just wanted to big you up. Because. You know, first of all, Simone, you were mentioning about how, you know, the path that God has set for us, right? And something that's very popular is the whole thing about the vision board, which I get. You know, I, I get that. But Trisha, I've seen you when you're working with your clients do a purpose board. And what I thought was so interesting about the difference between the purpose board and the vision, well, maybe I, it's your thing. Maybe I should allow you to ex explain the difference. I mean, no, I mean... I don't discredit vision boards. I think they're good. In fact, I, I have started to use them for some things. However, I think what is even more important is the purpose board, which is based on your purpose. So um, the principle of using pictures and words to, to visualize and um, uh, create a visual representation of something it's the same but it's now based on not oh I want a house and a car and 
man and woman and children and whatever. But God says my purpose is to serve women by doing X, Y, and Z. And so I've now visually represented that on a board. And for me, that is critical because God, just like Sim said, God has a plan for your life. So you need to know what that plan is. You need to determine what the goals are, his objectives are. You need to see the big picture. Even if the, the big picture comes progressively, see it so you can plan towards that, move towards that. And that will help you to not compare yourself to others and to not um, be focusing on what others are getting. The, like Kara just said, oh, like the blessings that others are getting, you you're grateful for what God is doing and he unlocks even more as you as you obey that again goes back to the print what is the principle of the word obedience is very important to God if you obey then of course you will see the result of that you know with Abraham he said um it was a it was a it was counted unto him as righteousness right he had faith to believe that, look, if God said, I'm going to be obedient and him just pack up everything and he left his family, well, some of his close family members behind and went because God said to go. And God counted, God counted that as righteousness, and, and which means that, and you heard the word, he would be blessed and, and um, nations would be birthed out of him and one bag of things because you know he followed the principle of obedience in that instance you know right so so what i was taking from the purpose and the vision to tie it back is that sometimes we have a plan for our lives but we want to make sure that what we're wanting for ourselves is really what god wants for us you know what i mean because uh, God, I might say, oh, on my vision board, and I want to have a Toyota Corolla. And God might be like, yeah, Toyota Corollas are nice carrying, but no, I have a big, fat Ford Explorer, you know, whatever, because, you know, his plans are always better than ours. But because we have an idea in my mind of how the blessing should look, right? We can't accept what God has for us because it's not coming in the package or in the exact way that we we think that it should be not remembering that God's ways are higher than ours. His thoughts are higher than ours. And so I think one of you talked about the, the importance of just remaining in, in relationship and that intimacy with him so that we know that what the will, if we're praying for his will, right? If the two things line up, then we will see things happen. But when we're wanting things outside, we want to be blessed in ways outside of what God wants for us, and we don't see it happen, then we say, again, okay, you know, we're being blocked. And just one thing, I just want to speak to something kind of prophetically. Um, a lot of us have been asking God for strategies to do certain things or to accomplish certain things, and I really feel strongly that the Lord is saying that I've already given them to you. I've already given them to you. It's just that you don't recognize that that's them because in a lot of cases, it's too simple. So we think, no, this would never solve the problem. No, man, that's not it. And the Lord is saying, I've given it to you. I've given you the very thing that you, you've been had it. You've been sitting on it, right? The very thing that you need to access all those funds, all the, the impact that you want to have, the Lord says, I've already given it to you. No, use it. No, use it. It's already there. And I think sometimes we miss, this is, that's the end of that part. I think sometimes we miss the blessings 
that we have because it just don't look the way that we think it should work. Okay. That's, that's powerful right there. Um, if I might add to guys, remember, even though we say that we're unique and God has a plan for us individually, not, not wrong, you know, if you want, take something from Karina or Trisha. Because for me, when I started um, doing my clients, I usually do a vision board. But then Trisha had invited me to that thing that she did, and she did the purpose board. I'm going to say, yo, I'm going to like the purpose board thing. So me do it in my way. I'm not going to do it like, oh, Trisha do it. I'm not going to take and say, I'm going to behave like a Trisha. Because the truth is, I can only be me. The, me at the highest level. I could never be a Trisha at how Trisha is. So I can take something because we're all joined together and God has placed us all here to serve each other and we're going to learn from each other and grow from each other and that is okay but you still have to understand and assume your uniqueness. So if I'm using the purpose board, I'm sure oh, Trisha use it, I'm not use it the same way. If I'm using a vision board, I'm not using it that way. I'm saying, okay God, I want to do it the way you intend. What what you saying? What you think we should do it? And then you just drop the idea and you just work with that idea. You understand? But it's still okay to have somebody that, you know, that inspires you. But just that you understand that you are unique in your own right. And God has equipped you with every single thing you need to fulfill purpose. Yeah, it's it's um Iron sharpens iron, you know. So we learn from each other, you know. So I totally agree with that. I want to go back, though, to what you said. Um, well, one of the things that I tend to say with clients is look at somebody that you can emulate, you know, somebody that you can emulate. Emulate meaning, you know, what can I learn from this person? What, what can this person teach me about, um, you know, things that I don't yet know because the scripture tells us that we, we perish because of lack of knowledge, you know? But also, I'm not trying to be that person, but like you say, Sim, I am, um, you know, trying to replicate what is of God. You know what I mean? And so that that's what I tend to tell clients, and I am in 150% agreement with you. We, the word innovation, I learned this um, when I was studying, the word innovation, we think to, we tend to think that innovation is about starting um, from scratch, doing something completely new. That's not what it is about. It is about taking something. I mean, yes, you can start from scratch. So let's not, you know, say that you can't. But it's primarily people innovate by taking something that already exists and doing and tweaking it, doing something new with it, um, you know. So it's what you bring that is new to the table, even with something that already exists, right? So I'm in total agreement with them. But I also, um, Kareen, oh, you could drop prophecy, so and then no, it don't work, so you know, <laughs> yes, Karen, nothing new under the sun. Um, so when you were speaking, what came into my spirit too is that, um, you know, you, you spoke about the fact that God has been speaking. We need to learn the patterns in the way he speaks. And that's why writing down is so very important. We have to do an episode on this, guys. Like, how do we hear from God? Because like Karim says, you could have been hearing from him. 
but you don't recognize that you are hearing from him? What are the things that are clouding, you know? Or do you even know how he speaks to you? What are the patterns? Like once I remember it was the first time it was happening to me. I was not yet a Christian and I was at this mall, actually um, near church, the same mall, went to the mall, came out. Um, at the time I was... Uh, in a nine-to-five, and I was a senior manager, and so I had a company car, but the company car was an older car, right? It was an older car. It's a small company, so they ain't giving you no brand new, you know, up there car or anything. It was an older car, but and I loved Betsy. Betsy was the best. Anyway, so I'm driving out, and a guy says to me, um, "Can I can I get a lift up the road? I was like, hmm, I don't know this guy. And I just felt like I should give him the lift. <laughs> so I um, said, sure, come on in. And he came in and I gave him a lift. I would say about a mile, no, two miles up the road. As we are driving, I recognize he's a Christian. Remember, I'm not a Christian, but I'm recognizing by the way he's speaking that he's a Christian. And he says, oh, I see that you're about to get a new car. And I'm excited because I'm like, yeah, a new car would be great, right? And he's like, I see that you're about to get a new car and the Lord, and he's just prophesying about this new car. And yes, it's going to be great. It's going to be, I, I see a big vehicle and big fat tires and, um, and he's going on about this new car. Well, guys, remember I'm talking about the pattern. How does God speak to you? Well, let me tell you, it was not a car. Car means um, if when you do prophetic training, car means ministry, business, career, you know, and so on. It means movement. It wasn't a new car. It was a new job. And what he described it as, the the step up that came with it, the more money that came with it and all of that, he was on point. But yes, I wasn't a Christian at the time, but what it taught me is um, God speaks to us in different ways. We need to know how he speaks to us and we have to make notes. We have to write it down. And I, I, I believe we should keep writing, but at least write it until you come to a place where you understand how he speaks to you, right? And yeah, that, that, that's what I got in my spirit, people. That's what I got. All right, so um, we're essentially, guys, at the end of today's episode talking about things that could be blocking God's blessing in our lives. And I think kind of just to wrap up what we've been saying is it may not necessarily be that God is blocking the blessing, but he may not be able to release a blessing because of the things that we are doing, because we're not working principle, because the uh, or maybe the enemy is, um, you know, something external might be impacting the situation and we have to deal with that but um we have to also remember though that there are consequences to our actions um something that just came to me a while ago that i i, I want us to be reminded of is that and and we've said it and we keep saying it god loves us right but he really truly is a god of principle and he puts things in place in order to be able to bless us he is obligated to bless us because he's obligated to, to 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 care for us to provide for us because he's our father and he has put things in place um just to 
reiterate what I said Pastor Damian Cole said. We need to work that system. We need to work that system. You know, find out what it is. Go to the word. Get to know the word, that intimate relationship, so you can understand what is necessary to unlock it, to, to, to work the system and start working. You know? We're happy that you were with us today for Real Women Unplugged. If there's anything that you heard today that really struck a chord, if you want to reach out for prayer or even just because you want to get some counseling or talk things through, the team is always wanting to hear from you. And if we can't help ourselves, we would love to point you in the direction of where you can get some help. All right? So bye, everybody.